going to say you think you're iconic of the movie podcast where we, we, we were struggling this morning, but we got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have been having continuous, for some reason, like audio issues, mm-hmm. and we don't know what's causing it. No. So that's fun. It's so much fun, especially for editing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't know the joy of, of uh, getting a lot of audio files. <laughs> From one mm-hmm. recording, um, it's happened. Sure they all linked up. It's happened, and mm-hmm. uh, we hope it doesn't happen this time. Please, not this week. Please, not this week because we've <laughs> we've got a lot going on. I have so much going on. I can't. We've got a lot going on. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, how was your week, Hilly? It was good. Um, I finally saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I may be a little late, but you know what? It's not as late as I usually am. Because sometimes I wait until the movie's like fully out to go see it. Great. So love the movie. Yeah, really good. The music was great. Mm-hmm. I love that um, song they were playing. I need to figure out what the name of it is. That song they were playing when Miles was like laying in his bed and then Gwen like showed up. Yes. I love that song. I need to find out what that song is. Right. I, I said I was gonna listen to the um the soundtrack when I got home, but I'm definitely I want I definitely did not do that, so I'm gonna do that today. Mm. Um But uh I only know one song on there and I didn't even listen to it. One of my friends sent it to me. Um Annihilate or Annihilated. It's from the soundtrack. I haven't listened to it, but I think it's one from like the end of the movie. But mm. I swear the whole soundtrack was fire. It was so good. It was very good. Movie was great. Uh, I can't be- like okay spoilers if you haven't seen it. But this episode, Kelly, comes by out the a time this comes out, the movie's exactly. been out for three weeks. It's fine. <laughs> so if you're like me and haven't seen it yet, close your ears. Um, Love the fact that we saw uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and they mentioned Tom Holland Spider Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was great. I loved that. It was it was great because I love how they can't actually mention Tom Holland or show Tom Holland because technically that's Marvel now, just mm-hmm. Marvel, not Sony Marvel. <laughs> but yeah, I love the movie. I love that it's like kind of Gwen story. Yeah, you know? love that for her. Even though I missed most of the beginning. I got the gist oh, of what you happened. You did. You did. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got the gist of what happened. I got there when her Peter was dead. Mm. <laughs> I got there when her Peter, like literally, I got there when she was holding his dead body and her dad arrived. Like that's when I got to the theater. Okay, yeah. So you didn't miss much. Yeah. You really didn't miss much. And then I like looked up online. I saw. I saw the actual thing. So mm-hmm. I, so I've seen it now. Yeah, you're good. I'm good. And if you didn't even, and if you didn't go back and watch it, you would have been fine either way. Yeah, I would have been fine. But uh, you know how you say whenever you go to the movies, there's kids there and there's people doing flash photography, and I've never experienced it. Well, I have now. See, it's an epidemic. I have now. I don't know what's going on. Why people are taking out their phones and taking flash photos? There was a family in front of me, and you know I've never had issues with with families and kids. But there was one kid that just kept standing up during the movie. Kelly finally is having one of my experiences. Yep. And, um, like, he kept talking really loud and his parents and, like, I guess whoever was with them, like, trying so hard to get that boy to be quiet. And I'm just like, at least they're trying to get his 
get the kid to be quiet and sit down during the movie and not like letting him like yeah run at least up. your people try my people don't yeah. try they don't try they just let their kids be loud right like i appreciated that they tried to like get him to calm down um and then near the end of the movie somebody's sitting right by the um by the screen took a flash photo and i'm like <laughs> you have got to be kidding me right now so yeah, I have now fully experienced um, what you you have been describing to me for weeks. <laughs> you haven't fully experienced it. You haven't experienced kids running up and down well, the aisle. Yeah, I haven't experienced that. Or crying kids during a movie. I have not experienced that. Or my my favorite when like the screen like breaks and like goes out. Yeah, I have I not that. experienced that either. Whatever you do out there. I guess I just go Crazy. so frequently that everything bad that can happen at a movie theater it <laughs> happens. Yeah. Yeah, gosh. I I don't want to experience the broken um the broken movies that uh, screen. I don't want to experience if that. You don't fix it within like 5 minutes. You're not going to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean I've had like the the screen be black for like the first like minute of a movie, but like it's come back on. Mm-hmm. so like i've never fully experienced a broken movie theater like you have the first time i experienced it i think was when i went to go see old Mm-mm. no technically the first time i experienced it was when i saw dream girls oh you saw dream girls in theater yeah i saw it the day oh, it came out um but like this most like recent strand of bad movie going experiences the first time i experienced it was old and mm-hmm. i think in that instance the movie didn't even turn on like, they played, like, all, like, the trailers and stuff, and then when it was time for the movie to go on, it just sat black <laughs> for, like, ten minutes. And then when I went to go see Candyman, they played, like, 15 minutes of the movie, and then the movie just froze. And at first, we thought it was a part of the movie, but then it, <laughs> sat, but then it sat there for, like, two or three minutes, and we were like, oh, no, this is... Because, like, the sound was still going? yeah. But the movie was not. But the movie wasn't moving. And so we were like, is this a part of the movie? And then we kept like hearing like more and more intimate stuff. We were like, oh no. Nah, this yeah. is yeah. not a part of the movie. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I hope I'd never have to experience any of that. I hope you don't either. I just want to live through your experiences only. <laughs> I just don't want to have those experiences anymore. But it's going to happen. We all know it. You have, for some reason, like the worst experiences. The worst experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one. It's just it's multiple. It's multiple. It's almost every time I go to watch a movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if it's not the movie going down, it's somebody in, who's watching that just I, messes it up. I think recently the only time I had like a great movie going experience was the first time I saw The Little Mermaid. I think oh. that was it. I think that okay. was quite literally it. Rip. So, so yeah. All right. Well, that was me. How was your week? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, one of my coworkers is leaving, so I'm gonna try to get Kelly a job. Yes, please. Also, just to piggyback off that, my mom just recently got a new job, and uh, she told me her pay. She makes three more dollars than me. Is going to get a six percent raise six months in, and then another six percent raise at one month, one year in, and I'm just like, 
six percent. My last rage was like one percent. That's what I'm that. saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, should I apply? And then also, I'm not gonna lie, I get paid more than your mom. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I get yeah, you paid do. more than your mom. You do. But I live in a more expensive place. That is true, but you know what? It it is getting expensive here, and it makes me want to cry. Oh, y'all better start like, petitioning for um, wage like increases. Ga- like gas prices are starting to look a little like California's. Mm-mm. Now that you mention, I haven't gotten gas in like two weeks. Well, I mean, your car's been out. True. <laughs> I was like, how come I haven't gotten gas in so long? And you probably aren't going to get gas again for the next two weeks anyway. (laughs) If we do something next week, I'll probably need to get gas. And then you won't need gas for the next And then I won't need gas for another like week and a half. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, I was just literally sitting here like, like, wow, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, I love that for you, but that also meant that it cost you. It cost me way more than gas. Yeah. Either way, you spent some type of money. It cost me more than like four, maybe even a year's worth of gas. So, <laughs> oh no. So yeah, yeah. But as soon as my boss puts up the like job description, I'm gonna send it to Kelly. I'm gonna help yes. her like tailor her resume. Yes. And I'm like, I'm gonna refer her so I get the referral bonus, and then. <laughs> <laughs> And then in the interview, I'm going to hire her. Yes, he is. And then I'm I'm coming back. Yep. Yep. We have yep. a plan. Yeah, we, we're, we're setting it in motion right now. Right now. So in six months, ask for an update. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it would pr- probably be like they want you here in like three weeks, but... Mm, but... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, that's it for me. So are you ready, Jordan? Mm-hmm. I am ready. Okay. So this week, we are going to be talking about Red. Yay. Yay. Also, I did not know this was a DC Comics property. Me neither. <laughs> when I when I pressed play on the movie and the DC Comics, like, logo logo i was like oh did i pick the wrong movie that's what i thought and i've watched this movie multiple times like i like this movie and when i guess i've just never seen the big very like opening Mm -hmm. whatever who who produced it and i was like dc comics yeah i think i've seen this movie once before oh and so like i i wasn't really that familiar with it and so when the dc comics thing came up i had to like check i was like is this the right movie Like, I and don't it remember was. us doing a DC Comics movie. Yeah, it was. So, <laughs> I guess this is a comic book it, movie. I guess so. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> so, we start this movie with um, an older man getting up and going about his day. And when he gets um, a letter from his pension plan, uh, whatever company that is, um, he calls them and... He's called them before because the same woman he's talked to before answers the phone. And he says he never got his pension plan check, which he is currently ripping as he's currently on the phone with her. Also, how lucky is he that every time he calls, he gets the same, same customer woman. service. Right. Rep. 
Like this, this is that's impossible. This is like VA services. I'm sure they have reps all over the country. How is mm-hmm. he getting the same person? At she this must point, have, he has he has to have her extension. Yes, yeah, she must have given him her extension. <laughs> I'm like, that's the only way. Yeah, that's the only way it's happened. And you know she probably took maybe two calls from him and then gave him yeah. her extension. She was like, you know what? Here, here's my extension. Exactly. Like, she's this like, is getting ridiculous. Let's, right. Like, this. at this point, I know this problem. I'm. It's going to be faster if I deal with it. Yeah. So I'll, I'm just going to give you my extension. <laughs> also, falling in love with someone over the phone is such old people energy. Like, st- <laughs> It really is. Like, I've never talked to a customer service representative and just been like, I, I think I like this person. Yeah, like, you sound cute and interesting. I'd yeah. like to get to know you. No, I hear the only people... thing I'm feeling while I'm on the phone with these people is anxiety. <laughs> right, anxiety, let's get this problem over with. Right, I don't um, want to be on the phone longer, any longer than you do. So if they're let's, nice, let's I'm like, oh, up. they seem like a nice person. Like, right, like, exactly. That's pretty much it. <laughs> So this is this is very much old people energy. Very much old people energy. So we see Moses flirting with the same woman like multiple times because I don't know how fast they're sending this checkout, but he's calling. Yeah, a lot. Also, he's calling a lot. We we later learned he called this woman like twenty one times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At what point I mean, we find out that she knew that he was lying about the checks. But at what point do you have to, like, stop pretending and just be like, dude, I know <laughs> that right. you're getting these checks. Also, I, like, you know her supervisors are going through her phone calls. Because they do random checks on people's phone calls to see how mm-hmm. you're doing. You know, they're like, why is she getting this phone number so many times? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's happening. Why are they talking for so long every I time? Know, right? Why haven't you resolved this customer's problem yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but one day when they're talking, Moses tells Sarah, who's the customer service rep, that they'll be in the same city. And Sarah agrees to meet with him. She does. Also, how does he know what city she's in? That's what I was about to say. Like you can get you can, he can get his pension plan check from the main company, but she could be answering the phone from anywhere. Yeah, and actually, I don't even think it's a pension plan check. I think it's like a social security or like um, mm. Medicare, whatever those things are called. I'm sorry, I'm not old. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know where old people get their money. Um, don't those just like have like whatever the treasury department's address is. Uh, I'm not sure. If if anything on there, like, I don't feel like they would have the customer service. Right. They wouldn't. Number and address on there. Unless they've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. Which girl, stop giving your personal information out like that. To strangers? No. I used to lie about my name when I worked in customer service sometimes. Really? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the story of when I went to Santa Cruz and this one guy said that I looked familiar and he asked me who my father was and I completely made up an entire fake story? No. Like, on the spot? No. 
Okay, so Sabrina and I went to Santa Cruz. Uh-huh. We were just hanging out. And then this random guy stopped me. He's like, excuse me, you look kind of familiar. Who is your father? And I came up with a wild... I lied about my name. I lied about my father's name. I lied about what my father did. I came up with this whole elaborate story on the spot. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. And then Sabrina (laughs) looked at me and she was like, dude. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know that man. Right. I don't know him. He doesn't get to know me. Yeah, he don't get to know me. So yeah, lie if if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone, lie. Yeah. Also, you don't owe anybody out on the street any anything. So no. lie about your name, lie about what you're doing. Mm-mm. Don't don't tell people your personal info. Yeah, don't please keep yourself safe. Mm-hmm. Everyone, right now, come up with a fake name. That's the name you'll use if you don't want to give out your real name. You have to have it like on lock. Yeah, you do. Be safe. Okay. Be safe, guys. <laughs> uh, so one night, Moses gets up in the middle of the night. And as he's going down to his kitchen, we see three men are waiting uh, for him and to take him. He takes them out. Um, and when he hears more coming through one of the guy's radios, he puts a bunch of bullets in a pan on his oven. And he goes to, like, break out, like, uh, John Wick style from his basement floor <laughs> yeah a, a little box with fake ids and a gun um when the bullets go off i don't know how that works um oh because i think i understand how it would work but i feel like it would happen like almost immediately well dep- does it depend on how high the the stove was I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, But the bullets go off that were in the pan. And a group that was standing across the street opened fires on the house and just absolutely destroys it. Yeah. When they go in, Moses happens to take them all out by himself. There's a group of like six or seven of them. Yeah, I will say... Their formation to take break out was terrible. Why were they all grouped together instead yeah. of like spread out to like yeah. corner him? Mm-hmm. Also, you're open firing on a house in the middle of a neighborhood. In the middle of a neighborhood, <laughs> in the middle of the night, um, someone would have called the cops. Also, you're shooting at a house. Bullets aren't going to go that far through. Yeah. So if. Moses wasn't standing in the front room. He was not going to get it. He was not going to get killed. <laughs> Whoever sent this this strike team, do better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but Moses makes it out alive. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, Sarah gets home after a date that was pretty bad, uh, going off of what she was saying. Yeah. Um, and Moses is there in her apartment. Why did he do that? Yeah, why did he do that? Uh, he could have been, like, a normal person and just, like, knocked on her door. Yeah, just waited outside her apartment and just, yeah. like, when he sees her go in, go in and then knock. Yeah. No, he he chose the creepy route. Yeah. Um, Sarah freaks out, reasonably, and, uh... He tells her that there's somebody out to kill them both because he's been interacting with her and they probably have his phone tapped, so they're going to come for her next. 
Um, he's cleaned her apartment, and he's already packed a bag for her so that yeah. she's ready to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to take the wins where you can, ladies. He cleans. <laughs> he clean. Yeah. He's <laughs> he- like, he's like, I, I vacuumed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So don't don't did- worry about your apartment being dirty when you come back. Yeah, I did a couple of dishes. Yeah. I saw you had some laundry sitting in the washer, so I just dried it. So, it, you mm-hmm. know, it wouldn't get musty. <laughs> yeah. Mold kills, girl. Yeah, mold kills, girl. <laughs> Looking out for you. Um, but Sarah says that she's not going with him when he notices a group of people coming from the street. And so he just kidnaps her. Yeah. And says that this isn't, this isn't how he wanted them to meet. No. You wouldn't want to meet this way. Yeah, I wouldn't want to meet anybody this way. I will have to say, though, I feel like it would have been better if he had just left Sarah alone. Yeah. I feel like if he had left her alone, even if they did, like, go after her, if he never, like, went back for her, they would have just been like, oh, he didn't really care about her, let her go. Or kill yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, and she could have just been like, yeah, I just took this man's phone calls mm-hmm. at my at my job. He seemed kind of cool. Yeah. Like, she really, she, he really could have just left her alone and she would have been fine. Yeah, she would have been fine. She could have literally just been like, yeah, he kept lying about not receiving his checks. <laughs> yeah. But I humored him and I kept sending them and taking his calls. Yeah. He would also talk to me about romance books. So, I love how he actually read them, too. <laughs> he did read them. If he wanted to, he would, ladies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't don't force uh, don't force men to read those books, please. No. If if he wants to, yeah, go ahead. But if you just want to talk to them, talk about them with him, do it. But don't make them read it. Don't make, don't them, make read them read them. it. I'm not I'm not ever gonna read those. I'm so sorry. Mm-mm. I can't. I hate cheesy stuff. I do. I hate. Yeah. There's there's a certain amount of cheese I can take, mm-hmm. and then just, if it exceeds it i'm just like this is too ridiculous for me Mm -hmm. we then see an agent planting evidence um at a man's home before killing him which i was very confused i am also very confused why was he planting evidence at what looked like a a state suicide motive motive for suicide Mm. okay I would have just like drained his accounts, made him look broke, and then, hmm. and then that would have been my motive. Not planting someone's random hair no. around the house, like, and putting fingerprints everywhere. Yeah, you just make them think that they've lost everything, and then, yeah. This is not. This is not um, advice. It's not. It's not. This is all. I'm not. Joke. I'm not giving any advice. Also, I feel like pills is an easier sell. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. But I'm still not giving advice. Yeah, no, we're not giving advice. Yeah. Don't listen to us. Because <laughs> I feel like the way he had his hanging set up, it looked too, like, set up. state. It looked too yeah. state. Because, like, there was, like, a giant rope in the middle of his house. Yeah. It looked too staged. I would... I'm not going to say how I would have done it, because... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, the thing that I did like about it, though, 
is that he used sock cuffs. Yeah, I, I noticed wrist. that too, Cody. So that when he tried to, it, it wouldn't look like he was restrained. Yeah. We sound absolutely nuts. Insane. <laughs> We're crazy, but it's okay. We are. And I love that lev- you, yes, we, because you agreed crazy. with me. Yeah. I love how we both noticed that. <laughs> we are insane. We are literally insane. Um, yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to us when we go when we get into this kind of stuff. No, <laughs> this is all just jokes. A, Ha-ha. Just ignore us. <laughs> yeah, I watch too much true crime stuff. I listen to too many podcasts. Just yeah. ignore me. Yeah, don't don't listen to us. I promise, I'm not doing it. I promise you. Yeah, I'm not we're doing not. Anything. No. The only thing we're doing is is looking for this ten dollar Bacardi bucket. That's all yes, that's it. That's all we're doing. (laughs) But anyway, the agent gets a call and says that he has a new mission and it's to kill Frank Moses. (laughs) We then see Moses and Sarah in New Orleans, and he leaves her tied to a motel bed so he can go visit Joe in a nursing home. Joe is one of his former. like partners sure yeah he was also a cia agent i guess yes there they were all formerly in the cia mm-hmm. uh we then see cooper studying up on moses and when we see moses and joe reunite he get he tells him that somebody's out to kill him and joe yeah. gets information and says that it's all tied back to a reporter in new york city yeah, how he found this out so quickly is amazing. Yeah, like his contacts are still connected to, to people right. who are, are working currently. Like his contacts that's... are old people and they still have this much sway. Right. That's kind of scary. That's very scary, actually. Now yeah, I understand like... why they're trying to kill these people. Exactly. Because... <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder they were labeled red. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses then thanks him for the information and tells him that people might be after Joe too. We then see Sarah get free from the bed and Cooper gets a ping as he's like researching her that she's made a 911 call and he sets someone out to get her. I wonder how that worked. Yeah, I don't know. There's like thousands of 911 calls happening at any given moment. How was he able to get pinged that she called 911? And she didn't have her cell phone. Did she give her name and that's, and he had like something in the system to track her name or like what? I mean, but when you're making a 911 call, do you give your full name? Because I know they ask, I know they ask for your name, but like, did she give her full name and, and that's how he found her? I guess. That's the only way I could see that making sense. Yeah. Because she didn't use uh, a cell phone. She probably used a pay phone or the hotel phone. There's nothing tied back to her. Yeah. She had to have said her full name for some ridiculous reason. Uh, I don't know. Um, But the police and an ambulance come for Sarah. And after she gets checked out, a police officer says that he needs to take her in to get uh, questioned. Um, And she almost gets abducted. But Moses is there. And when Cooper shows up, uh, to chase him, uh, they have like a little shootout, but mm-hmm. Moses uses the police radio and makes the cops follow Cooper instead. Yes. Also, Frank stepping out of that car while it was spinning 
was incredibly cool to the point that I'm that. that I'm willing to look past how ridiculous it was. Yes, I that is my favorite shot in the whole movie. <laughs> it's beautiful. It was very beautiful, very cool, very just... very Fast and the Furious actually. Very Fast and the Furious, but like when Fast and Furious was still kind of good on the ridic- a little bit of ridiculous side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um what's what's that one that where Letty died? Like that one. Like that's like that level of ridiculousness. Yeah, of Fast and I think it was. I think it was three. I think she died in three. Isn't three Tokyo Drift? You mean four? I think four, it might be four. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Like I <sighs> Tokyo Drift. We don't talk about Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I actually don't. I actually don't mind Tokyo Drift. I think a lot of people say that it's not great. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not a good movie, but I don't mind it. Okay. I think I just haven't watched it enough to like appreciate it. I mean, it's ri- it's utterly ridiculous. Utter- <laughs> utterly ridiculous. But it, it, but it works. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, back at the rest home, a man has shown up to kill Joe. Mm-hmm. We then see Sarah wake up um, and they're driving to New York and Moses says that she'll have to stay with him until the guys who wants them dead are gone. And he says it can take very long. Yeah. He doesn't know how long. But it's it's going to take some time. Also, I find it so funny that, like, Sarah just keeps waking up in different cities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's giving, it's giving night and day. Yeah. When, and when that part when he just kept yes. drugging her and she just kept, kept drugging waking her up and, randomly. And changing her clothes. <laughs> That's another movie we gotta do. That one is we do. That one is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. It. But she got her look back at the end, Kelly. She got <laughs> she her really look did. back at the end. She really did. I love that for her. Yeah. <laughs> but they're in New York to interview um, the mom of the reporter who just died. Mm-hmm. So Sarah is the one who actually interviews um, the woman because Moses is gonna go all like he wanted to torture her. Yeah, full on torture interrogation. Pulled out the duct tape. And she's like, we can just ask her questions. We can just talk to her like normal human beings. Gosh. And so um, as they're talking, they find out that her daughter went to NYU. And uh, she sent her mom a postcard with a random string of numbers on it. So Moses and Sarah go to NYU's library, and Moses somehow knows that the string of numbers lead to a book in that specific library. Mm-hmm. And when Sarah finds it, she opens it and finds a hit list. We also get some of the worst dubbed Mandarin or Cantonese ever. Yeah. Like, it was so very obvious that, like, he didn't really say anything, or if he did say anything while they were filming, it was wrong. It and so they yeah. And so they had to go back. And like ADR it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just bad. It just looked awkward the whole time. It did. Uh, they tried. They tried. They tried. Well, we'll we'll take that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. So Moses, well, they look into the hit list and find that most of the people on that list are dead. And so Moses calls Joe to tell him, but he doesn't answer. And then we see that his room is a crime scene. And when he calls the nursing home, finds out that Joe has died. Which is something we'll come back to. Yes, we will come back to that. Well, I'll come back to that shortly. Um, 
at CIA headquarters, Cooper is upset. He didn't know um, more about Moses's history because he just got like a small file that said he was a an retired analyst? CIA. Yeah, CIA data analyst. Which I'm um, like, that like, man is not an analyst. Why would you lie? Why would you lie and send that agent yeah. in unprepared? Right. You must hate Cooper. Yeah. You wanted Cooper to die. You wanted Cooper to die because he was just sent in and he's like, yeah, I'm probably just going to pick up this old man. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, he was shot at. <laughs> he, he had the cops called on him. He had the cops called on him. He was uh, tackled by a cop. I'd be pissed too. I would be so upset. <laughs> I'd be like, I I need y'all to tell me the truth and tell me the truth now or I'm walking out. And then what she does next would have pissed me off even more. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think her name is Cynthia. I didn't really write it down. I forgot. Oh, they're so bad at saying people's names in this movie. I, I don't know. Because I, I think to... they, they say her name once and it's at the end of the movie. <laughs> I, had, I had to look up most people's names. Because yeah. they, were, they were so bad at saying people's names in this movie. We don't learn people's names when we see the characters for the first time, or they're just saying the names wrong. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other. And it's really upsetting. It's very upsetting when you're trying to take notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so Cynthia tells him to go um, find Moses' real file. So he is told to go to the back rooms, which quote-unquote don't exist. Mm-hmm. and when he opens moses's file it's huge and it's basically all redacted and finds yeah. that he was marked red which means retired and extremely dangerous and that would have pissed me off you told me to go yes. find these files and they're all classified right like they're, i can see two words on a page two each. words per page right are you kidding the, me and the only other thing I know now is that he's extremely dangerous. That would have pissed me off even more. Right? You couldn't have told me that before? Right. Like, it's so classified that you can't tell me that he is a dangerous person? Right. Like, you could have just said, Ayo, like, watch out for him. Yeah, watch out. Be careful. Like, that's not that's not classified to warn somebody, right? Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. Also, why are these records kept in a bank vault? Right. <laughs> And I would be like, okay, that's fine. But they, like, lock it every time they leave and there's a man in there. I'm like, how is he breathing? Right. Because you know those – they have, like, no vents down there. There's... They have no vents and bank vaults. Mm-mm. And he's down there by himself. By probably himself. at, like, some, like, third-level basement. I'd go crazy by myself. I would, too. Like, I like being by myself and working by myself. But if that man's only job is to sit there all day – Mm-hmm. Look up no. files for people. Crazy. Crazy. Um. So Moses and Sarah go to Florida now to see Marvin. And oh, I also forgot that I wrote this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Frank's entire file being redacted is hilarious because it would most definitely be declassified at this point. He's like what sixty something years old. Probably. Yeah. Did, did they not remember what the Freedom of Information Act is? <laughs> like, probably not. This this would not be declassified anymore. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, don't like I would be so pissy after they didn't warn me about Frank that I would mm-hmm. like literally fill out a request for his information. 
You're like, the, you want me to go through all this paperwork? I'm going to have you go through all this paperwork, too. Great. Don't play with me right now. Just tell me what I need to know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care about his missions. I don't. Just tell me what I need to know. Right. Like, I don't need to know about his missions. I just need to know, like, how dangerous he is, what he's done. Like, just a brief overview of what he's done before. I don't need yeah. to know the details. Yeah, I just need to know what his, like, weapons of choice are, his right. fighting, like, techniques. I just need to know that. That's quite right. literally all I need to know. <laughs> and if he has any aliases and, like, connections. That's, right, that's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> so Marvin is very, very paranoid. Mm-hmm. And we find out it's because he was tested on with LSD. Yeah, but I feel like if I was a spy, I would also be paranoid, even without the yeah. LSD. Yeah, same. Because like, you, like, you know how the sausage is made. Like, you know all the mm-hmm. bad stuff that you have done. So you just mm-hmm. know there's bad stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I would you know the missions very... you were sent on. You know what you were asked to do. Mm-hmm. You know it's bad. <laughs> you know it's bad. So I also would be paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while they're there, they show him the hit list. And he says that most of the guys on that list were part of a mission in Guatemala. And it was basically, for them at least, it was a cleanup mission where something happened and they cleaned up the mess, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Moses, Sarah, and Marvin then go to Alabama to see Gabriel, who is the only one alive on that list. Yeah. Um, and he's some arms dealer that they're going to go check up on. Who now, like, works in the control tower of an airport, which is so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, how did he How did he do that? How did this happen? How did um, we land here? <laughs> so they meet with Gabriel, and they find out that... Um, He's the one who met with the reporter, but he didn't tell the reporter anything. But they do find out that he's the one who was sent down to get a package, and that package turned out to be a person. As they're talking, a helicopter Marvin recognizes hovers in the air, and everyone thinks he's just freaking out. But he was like, no, I saw that helicopter this morning. This yeah. exact same house. He was like, I even wrote down the number. Yeah, he wrote down the number on it. He was on it. Um, and he is correct. And Gabriel is killed. And they have a whole team showing up to kill Sarah, Marvin, and Moses. Yeah, I love how Marvin's paranoia is constantly being validated. Yeah. The, they run, By the way, I skipped over it. But they run into a woman at the airport. And uh, he immediately pulls her aside, pulls out his gun, and it's all like, I know you're following us. Right. I'm going <laughs> to Moses, kill you. Moses lets her go. But when the spot, when the team comes up to get them, she is there with a rocket launcher ready yeah. to kill them all. He's like, I so knew he it. He was right. He, he will always be right. He will always be right. Because you can't um, be paranoid when it comes to the CIA. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. There is no unhealthy amount of paranoia. Which, by the way, I, I have to do the obligatory. The CIA does not operate within the, <laughs> the USA. <laughs> I feel, I like, feel like we should just have like a little soundbite that plays before we do episodes yes. ex- like involving the CIA, the FBI, right. or any other three-letter agency. Right, like, please be advised. This movie <laughs> contains scenes and depictions of the CIA operating within the United States. The CIA, unfortunately, does not operate within the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Please be advised. Uh, please be Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole uh, um, 
keep your um, arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-ride <laughs> montage. Um, so, after they escape, Marvin says that Sarah must really like Moses because she is staying actively staying with them and helping them find the people on the hit list. Yeah. As soon as and, I found out that the CIA was involved, I would have tried to bounce. I would have yeah. been like, I'm not here I'm for not. this. Yeah, she can still claim that she didn't know what was going on. Yeah, she could be like, this man kidnapped me. I don't yeah. know nothing about nothing. He tied me to a bed in a motel in some state already, so I I don't know nothing. Yeah, he drugged me twice. I... Right, so <laughs> I'm the victim here. I'm the victim. Um, But they say they have to go somewhere to get info, and getting that info will surely kill them. So Moses goes to the Russian... Well, a Russian embassy. Yeah, a Russian embassy. Um, Which I was not aware they had multiple, multiple in the United States. Right. But, okay. Um, but they he goes in and speaks to Ivan. And he asks for the layout of Langley. Because he's going to break it. And he somehow knows this information. Yeah, he knows it. He knows it. Which I, I would love to see how the Russian embassy got that information. Right. Also, I don't care how down bad I am. I would never go to the Russian government for help. That, oh, yeah, no. That seems like a lose-lose <laughs> situation. Yeah. Either you, way, I feel like you're going to get screwed. You're going to get screwed. Don't do that. Don't run to oh. the Russians for help. I'm so sorry. Any Russians listening, I'm sorry. Right, I'm very sorry. But, like, I somehow don't trust your government more than I don't trust mine. <laughs> <laughs> if we're doing a toss-up here, I, I'm i going to trust mine. I'm sorry. Yeah. At <laughs> like, least mine, mine sucks. <laughs> mine sucks, but at least mine doesn't have state-owned, like, media. So, I'm going to... I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to yeah. take my chances over here. Y'all got great music, though. Just, just pointing that out. <laughs> I've never heard Russian music, so I, have. <laughs> I can't vouch for that, but I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's, it is. It's great. It's great. Um, so after getting the information, Moses and Sarah break into the CIA with aliases and go to the bathrooms. Moses then looks through the Guatemala file, and the man who helped Cooper <laughs> Mm-hmm. gives moses a heads up saying that uh cooper looked into his file yeah he like fangirls over frank yeah he's like hey yeah, dude yeah. what's up here's the file you need right no questions asked yeah, frank's like aren't you gonna get in trouble he's like what can they do to me kill me right. like right. <laughs> he's like i'm dying anyway he's like i'm dying on the inside i've been locked in this thing for 30 <laughs> years He's like, I've probably seen like eight people come down here in my whole time down here. So yeah. this is a great day for me. It's a great day for me. CIA royalty is in the house right now. <laughs> I've read your file. Yeah. The unredacted one. <laughs> I have a, they gave me a special light. Yeah. I could read all the files. I figured out that, that if you mix these two things together and then put the light over it and then hold the, <laughs> I can yeah. read it. I can read it. <laughs> You get um, very, you get very, um, detailed reports, <laughs> detailed reports. Yeah. Love that. It's like, he's like, I made like a spreadsheet with like yeah. my list of my favorite missions of you. Yeah. Here's my top five. Here's my top and five. here's a map that shows everywhere you've been. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so after looking through the um, Guatemala file, Moses goes straight to Cooper's office and he's just swings he's just on him. Swings on him. <laughs> Love the energy, Moses. He just like walks in, puts his jacket up and just decks him. Like he could have made a clean exit, but he was like, you know no. what? <laughs> he's like, I got beef with you. I got beef. I got beef. So this is what we're doing. Um, so Moses manages to get away from Cooper and he creates a bomb so that they'll be able to escape. And when they get to Marvin, who's driving the getaway ambulance, Joe is in there waiting for them. Yeah. So I wrote something that I'm going to have to go back to later. Okay. But I'm just going to say it now. Um, of course, Joe is alive. They wouldn't kill off Morgan Freeman. <laughs> He didn't even yeah. die. He didn't even die in the bucket list. I literally no, wrote that. He didn't. <laughs> I think maybe that's in his contract. You can't kill Morgan Freeman. And who and, would want to kill Morgan Freeman? And this is what we call kids foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I honestly thought about going back and, de- and deleting that, but I was like, no, I have to. I have to no, keep you it have in. to keep it in there. Yes. <sighs> So, Moses then says they have to go to Maryland because they have to visit somebody and they all agree that they're going to get shot. They're going to get killed for this. Yeah. So, they show up in Maryland at Victoria's house and she's she's ready for them. She is. Um, and she asks Moses if he's there to kill her. And when he says no, she pulls out the gun that she's hiding underneath her dining table. And she's like, all right, I'll help you. I'll clean up your room and, and help you with whatever you need. I love how all these old people are just so prepared to fight for their lives. Oh, yeah. I feel like if I was at their age, I'd just be like, okay, make it quick. Like, I... <laughs> I... No, but see, that's how you know they did, they did some messed up stuff when they were in the CIA. Yeah. Because they are still on guard and paranoid and they're like 80 something yeah i feel like if i was 75 plus and someone came to like kill me i'd just be like okay take me out take me out make it as quick as possible let's just get this over with you're like at this point i i'm done yeah (laughs) i haven't been paranoid by you guys in years and now that now that you're here i'm just just take me out right just take me out I bet so. she doesn't even keep her front door locked. She's just like, come in. She probably doesn't. She probably doesn't. She's scary. So I'd, I'd believe yeah. it. Yeah. She probably wants someone to try to break into her house so she <laughs> could kill them. She's all like, I, I love this life. I love the, the whole baking and having friends over, flower arranging, but I still keep my door unlocked just for a little spice. Yeah. Just in case someone wants to try something, you know, yeah. threaten me with a good time. Right. If somebody wants to fuck around and find out. They sure can. They sure can. I'm not stopping them. <laughs> I will use their corpses to rejuvenize my flowers. <laughs> and then the dried out bones I will use for Halloween decorations. Exactly. I love the realism. <laughs> yeah. I love a woman who recycles. I right. love that. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm-hmm. That includes human corpses. Exactly. <laughs> everyone spring for a natural burial 
Yes, good, this is good, this is as natural as it gets. Yeah, it's good for the earth. Yeah, forget being um, buried with a tree so that you'll be a tree one day. No, just have your organs put in somebody's garden because you know it's going to add like calcium and some rich um, mm -hmm. irons and stuff that your plants need. And then just have your bones dried out and then strung together yeah. <clears throat> and then hung up every Halloween. Exactly. And then you get to participate in Halloween every year. Every year. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I'm going. I was, <laughs> I was thinking of being turned into mulch because I heard I read that was a thing. But now is a thing. I think I'm going to become Halloween decorations. I love that for you. Put that in your room. Or I can donate my body to. Have you ever been to that like museum where they use like human bodies and they have them like stripped down to like just their muscles? <laughs> yes, we went to that museum. Yeah. Or I could do that. <laughs> Dude, or you could do that. Yeah. I could do that. I want to be the body on top of a horse. Do you remember Not that? Not that one. Yes. <laughs> I want to be the body I, on top I, of a horse. Of course, horse. I remember that one. I remember that one, and for some reason, I remember the guy that they had like straw, like doing the whole like leaping over uh, like a hurdle kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And his legs were just like long and spread, and I'm just like, yeah, what is happening? <laughs> well, yeah, those are my <laughs> options. Yeah, those are the options. Yeah, somebody okay. write that down. I'm gonna write that in my will. Those are my only Good. three options. Good for you. <laughs> um. So Victoria says that she still does some work on the side. Um, <clears throat> and she knows that how does he that really work? likes Sarah. I don't know how that works. Maybe she just does like information stuff. Like how do they how do they contact her? No idea. Is the government not keeping tabs on these people who are marked red? I'm sure they are. But maybe I... because she's still working with them, it makes it easier. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Um so the group then talk about the hit list in Guatemala and finds that the only other person on the list is a CEO, CEO um, that is protected by the CIA. Cooper then goes to check on his family when he gets a tip from Cynthia that she got a tip um, that Red has a new target and that the FBI are now involved. The group then goes to see Alexander, who is the arms dealer. And they see that the FBI have um, agents outside and they're listening to all his conversations. Um, and as they're interviewing him, it's, he says he flew out to Guatemala and says that the package that was picked up was the vice president's son. Yeah. Yeah. Who we will never see, by the way. Never see. Also, why was he in Guatemala? Yeah, we never know that either. <laughs> <laughs> Because it seems like this mission was years ago, but somehow now the vice president's son is currently connected to it. Yeah. Not also, sure. on top of the why was he there? Why was he there? Like something obviously terribly terrible right. happened there. Mm -hmm. How was he involved in that? Right. Because I'm just assuming that he wasn't born yet when this whole thing went down. Same. Um, and now some, suddenly he's connected to it? He's connected to it? Something so terrible that the CIA had to go in and clean it up? Right. I'm uh, confused. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> um, and as they're interviewing Alex, Alex is recording, because they're in like some locked box secret room, starts to trip. 
And so the FBI move in, and Victoria warns them when Cooper shows up. Cooper then calls Moses and tells him um, about the VP and Guatemala and says he'll take them in peacefully if Moses surrenders. But they need a distraction to get out, so Joe decides he'll go out uh, dressed as Moses. And Moses tells Cooper that he'll surrender. But as he's surrendering, Joe gets shot. And when Cooper goes to check on him, he finds that it's Joe and not Moses. Yeah. And this is where I had to write in, LOL, I said that they wouldn't kill Joe, and then they killed Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you foretold. <laughs> yeah. Um, then everyone starts open firing. And so uh, Victoria says they have to get out of there. And as they're running, Sarah falls down a hill randomly and is taken by the CIA. Yep. Ivan then shows up with a getaway car and takes them to his cabin where they mourn Joe. Victoria asks what they'll do next. And when Marvin says that they'll be torturing Sarah for information, Moses walks out. Which, that's... That's that's one thing he got wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I they... feel like with normal everyday citizens, you would not need to torture them to get information mm-hmm. out of them. No. Because it's not like they were uh, trained in anything. They're probably just scared. Right. They probably think she's a victim anyway. Yeah. So they're probably just going to be like, hey, girly, I'm so sorry, but can you tell me what they're up to? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? You want some coffee? Right. And then we'll we'll get you home. We'll get you compensated. Whatever. Yeah. Or just threaten her. Like, that's... Yeah. That would be enough for most people to spill their guts. Yeah, that would be. Just say, hey, we know everything. We're the CIA. And I would have been like, yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Here's the information. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Ivan tells Moses not to worry about Sarah because they're going to go and get her. Meanwhile, Sarah is being interrogated. Then Moses calls Cooper who is watching um oh who is watching the interrogation Moses talks about how he operates and how bad things can happen to those who you care about and as they're tracing the call Cooper finds that Moses is at his house mm-hmm. and he threatens Cooper's family and says if anything happens to Sarah I am taking out your entire family valid um and then admits that he's going to kill the VP yeah why who knows yeah that bit of information wasn't necessary it wasn't i you wouldn't have told said, him that i wouldn't have told him either i'd just be like hey it's your family or sarah yeah you know? choose choose because i'm went... happy to, to to kill them bro yeah i wouldn't then give him my upcoming plan <laughs> right but anyway cooper races to his house to check on his family and finds the Guatemala file, his badge, and the hit list that Moses left him. Back at um, Langley, Cooper asks Sarah about the file and asks for her help to stop Moses, but she refuses. And Cooper then asks to be put on the VP's protective detail and says that he'll keep Sarah close. The group then goes to Marvin's gun storage (laughs) Um, so that they can stock up and then hit up Chicago for the VP's, like, gala dinner where he's gonna announce he's running for president yeah during the gala um, everybody sneaks in 
and Victoria and, and Ivan flirt before getting to work. He sets off some like gas smelling thing. Spray. And spray. And Victoria seals off the ballroom where they're at. And Ivan immediately causes a panic. Mm -hmm. First off. First off. Um, I wrote down when we saw who the vice president was. Cole? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this man is always playing a villain. He is. And I also need to know what his real, I need to learn what his real name is. I, I don't know what this man's real name is. I don't I'm know so what his real name is. I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry to this man. I'm so sorry to this man. <laughs> loved you on Charmed. Loved, loved you on Charmed. Loved you on loved Fantastic Four. Loved you in Fantastic Four. But still, I, I'm, still I don't know your name, name is. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We should, we should probably, we should probably find out. <laughs> and secondly, Ivan is so funny. He ninety percent of the time just has like such a like demure, like cool, like aura around him. Yeah, he's he's just chill. He's just he's, going with the flow. He's super chill. But when he sprays that mist and starts screaming, it smells like smoke. I I chuckled. It was funny. Yeah. It was very funny. Like the he he was so cool, and then the minute he starts spraying, he looks a little like out of place. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell he has he's like forcing his arm down and like spraying. Yeah. And then he says, "I smell gas," and it just immediately starts running mm -hmm. in the in the ballroom. Hilarious. And also, then the, everything the else that is, he does. The guy's name is Julian McMahon. Or I'm, I'm not gonna remember that. I'm so sorry. I know you're not, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Julian McMahon. McMahon. M C M A H O N. Julian McMahon. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can do. Let's I'll see if by next. the end I'll of this, I'll ask you next. I'll ask you next recording. Okay. <laughs> that's enough time. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, every immediately after he like. I even like freaks out for the rest of the movie. He is chill as a cu cucumber. Oh yeah. Including at one point when he just like goes down an elevator and sets off a bomb and then he just blows up a car, walks go, out, goes back in. Super chill. Super chill. I want to be him one day. I want to be that chill. Mm -hmm. um, so after the gas panic, the VP is immediately escorted out. And as he's leaving, Victoria open fires on his car, and Cooper races to get there. Cooper gets to where they're shooting from and finds that the gun is firing automatically, as if Victoria and Marvin have followed the VP into the kitchen and start to open fire again. As they're shooting, Victoria gets shot as the police close in on them, and she stays behind as Marvin goes on, and Ivan shows up to save Victoria. Yep. Cool as a cucumber. Sees her bleeding from, from her abdomen, and he's like, yeah, I'm here to save you. I got you, babe. <laughs> I got her, you, babe. Picked her up. Walked out. Walked out. The VP has gotten outside of the building, and we see Marvin has strapped a bomb to himself and chases the VP on foot. <laughs> that was the fakest looking bomb I've ever seen. Yeah. Had like some random kid's clock, like huge yeah. telling time kid's clock on his chest, and just a, a row of what looked maybe like C4 or something. Uh -huh. Or like dynamite sticks, and he just ran at them. And they were, and they were just like, "Oh, right." They're like, "Is this a threat? Should we run?" <laughs> <We're gonna> run. <laughs> I love how unhinged Marvin is. Mm -hmm. Um, so as he's chasing the VP, a car comes up 
and the VP and his protective detail get into the car. And Cooper tries to stop them because we see that Moses is driving the car. The VP then asks what's going on and Moses asks him what happened in Guatemala. But he um, tasers him and his protective detail and only takes the VP. Moses then makes a call to Cooper to make an exchange for uh, Sarah for the VP. Um, they're in a warehouse and Cooper shows up and so does Sarah and Alex. Uh, it turns out Alex and Cynthia have been working together and the VP is in on it and he tells Alex to give it up and tells him he wants out. He doesn't want to deal with whatever is going on anymore and he is shot by Alex. Mm-hmm. We never figure out yeah, we never Guatemala figure out what's situation. going on. We yeah, never we don't know how Cynthia out. and Alex are connected or how the VP is connected and his son. Yeah, who may or may not have actually been in this right. situation. We don't know. We'll never um, know. So Allison tells him it's Moses' life for Sarah's. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he surrenders. And when Cooper handcuffs him... He puts the key into Moses' hand. Alex says them that they'll make up a story about how the VP was killed by Moses and that everything will be covered up. But Cooper then immediately just shoots Cynthia and mm-hmm. the rest of the group who are hiding within the... Um, what do they call it? Where are they? The warehouse. Yeah. Kill the rest of the, um, the guys that are standing guard. Um... Uh, Moses then just like throw punches Alex <laughs> and that somehow kills him did it kill him I thought it knocked him out and then Marvin broke, shot I him I thought he broke his windpipe and he like did choked he? to death and then Marvin came in just like to confirm the kill yeah just and, like, to confirm the kill shot him again <laughs> um, either way he is dead he's dead he dies <laughs> um Moses then thinks Cooper, and Cooper, in like in kind, lets them all go. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're leaving, Ivan asks for his favor that Moses promised him, and then we see Moses and Marvin <laughs> running from the army in Moldova, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to get some nuclear war stuff. They also take Sarah, but we don't see Sarah. Yeah, we don't see Sarah. She probably just wanted to go to Moldova, and she's all like, I'll stay at the hotel. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. I'll stay at the hotel. Text me if something goes bad. I'll be on the beach. Right. That's where I will be. So if you want to join me later, just let me know. Yeah. But I will be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But that's where the movie ends. Yay! Yay! Okay. Are you ready for... Mm -hmm. Some movie facts. I am. So, Dame Helen Mirren, which, can I just say, I'm just going to point out, her last outfit in um, the warehouse, her just showing up in, like, fur boots and a full-on fur coat. Love that for her. So (laughs) iconic. (laughs) She's all like, yeah, I've been asked to go kill some people in a warehouse. I'm going to wear the fanciest-ass outfit that I can. No. Um, but she actually learned how to shoot a gun. Um, and she learned how to shoot. Well, she got so used to it that she didn't blink when she shot the gun anymore. Um, 
And uh, yeah, Helen Mirren knows how to shoot a freaking gun now. Okay, so does my sister. Does she? <laughs> she does. Apparently, she her. apparently she's the best shot in the family. <gasps> really? <laughs> Go off, Queen. I love that for her. I love that too, especially since I've never touched a gun before in my life. <laughs> what did she go shooting with? My mom and my grandpa. Wow. Go off. Um, Carl Urban nicked Bruce Willis with the cup he throws at him in their fight scene. Because he threw it faster than um, Willis expected. And you can see the, the look of surprise on his face when it hits him. That's hilarious. Because how how do you get shocked that something got thrown too fast? I don't know. Like that's always a possibility. I when don't when you're well, thro- when you're throwing something at someone's head, it's always a possibility that it could go faster than you intended. <laughs> I don't, I know like they learn fight sequences, like you learn how to like dance. So it's like all choreographed. So I can understand maybe him expecting it like a tad later and then receiving it faster. (laughs) But yeah, I think you always have to just be on guard, I guess, when you're doing fight scenes. Yeah. I'm not going to be shocked if I get hit when we're fighting. Even if it, even if we rehearse this, I'm not going to be shocked that I was hit. Um, during the filming in Toronto, the police received several phone calls about gunfire from local residents who mistook the movie's gunshot effects for the real thing. I mean, yeah, people, the people of Canada are probably not used to that sound. They were probably like, (laughs) probably not. What was that? Yeah, because they have very strict gun control in Canada. So they're probably like, what is going on? What is going on? But don't you have to like. If you're, like, doing it in, like, a residential area, like, filming in a residential area, don't you have to, like, warn the people? Yeah, Yeah, you have to, like, notify the people, right? And then you have to, like, put up signs and stuff. I feel like you You have to. At least in America, you do. Yeah, maybe it's different in Canada, but maybe it was just, like, you know, maybe that, like, wood scene where they're, like, running around and shooting. Maybe they were, like, far, they thought they were far enough. So they didn't warn anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I just know here you have to warn people. I think I was in San Francisco when they filmed, like, the first Ant-Man movie. Mm -hmm. And they had, like, signs that they were, like, filming. And they were like, if you walk into this area. Yeah. I don't remember what it said. It was a a long time ago. It was like, you you could possibly be on camera or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, we, of course, we didn't know it was Ant Man. Like they didn't yeah. know it was Ant Man. Like, <laughs> yeah, in no. the Marvel movie. They're not gonna tell you that. No, obviously not. Not that um, anyone would have known who Ant Man was before the first movie, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, and my last movie fact is that the white gown that Dame Helen Mirren wears um, to the VPs like dinner gala. She loved it so much that she seriously considered rewearing it to the Oscars. Why not? She should have did it. She sh- it's a nice dress. It was a nice dress. She should have stole it and kept it. She should have. She she gave a lot of actually her own stuff to this filming as well. She used one of her own Giorgio Armani bags in this movie. Girl, you should have made the movie pay for that. Right! It's a Giorgio Armani. You don't have to use your own. 
I make somebody I, pay for it. I just feel like actors need to steal more from sets. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm watching one of those like interviews with like a cast and they're all talking about after like their movie or their show, mm-hmm. and there's always that one person who's all like, "I didn't take anything." I'm just right. like, "Why not?" <laughs> I would have taken anything I could get my hands on. I would have Any- shown up with a big bag and been like, "Hey." I liked this outfit. I'm taking it with me. Right. I'm taking this uh, with me. Thanks. I really like this from my trailer. I know it's not a set, but I'm taking it with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would have been me. Yeah. I I am uh, I am Asian at heart. And at weddings, like receptions, whatever. If there's something that we like, we're going to take it, unfortunately. I'm, I'm frugal. I, yeah. Like, what, what were you going to do with these clothes? Nothing. Right. Give Nothing. Them to you were me. gonna put them in some vault in a, somewhere or reuse them on another set. Yeah, like well, I'm taking it. Give it to me. Give it. I'll I'll wear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise you. And if anyone ever asks what I'm wearing, I'll be like, I'm wearing this from my new movie or my new TV show. Be sure to check it out. Okay, Jordan. Here comes the question. Okay. Is this movie iconic? You know what? I put yeah. It was yeah. fun. I had a I fun time. It was funny. I love, like, those action movies that, like, make fun of action movies. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, my favorite. I, I love seeing so older... I love these, like, older people action movies. Yeah, they're I, funny. Except The Expendables. I watched the first two of those. I don't need to watch anymore. You know they're making another one? I know there's another one coming out. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I will say... I think I liked the first Expendables. I don't I think remember I, any of I, the other ones. I think I liked the first one too. It was it's but been a while. But watching I think... the uh watching the trailer for the new one, when uh one of the guys says that he has a prescription scope on his gun <laughs> that absolutely wrecked me because I'm just like ah. Oh, I didn't watch the trailer. I think <laughs> Oh the I think trailer's I, pretty funny. I think I heard that Megan Fox is in it. She is in it. Yikes. <laughs> she is in it. I thought that was a I thought this was a joke, but she's she's in it. Yikes, girl. Yikes. Um, yeah. But yeah. I like I like the action movies with older stars. I like this. I like Taken. Oh yeah. Um, Taken's good. I've only seen the first Equalizer, but I liked it. I don't think I've seen the Equalizer. So, yeah. Yeah, these movies are great. I love these them. Are, also, I love that like all of these like older actors are so into it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause probably probably all the other roles they're getting are probably like more matronly or like the yeah. old wise character. Yeah, I love that. I love this for them. Yeah, I love they get to do some action. Yeah, we need more of that Hollywood. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Jordan. What are your recommendations for this week? Yeah, I have two. My first one is "Too Late" by Isla. Good song. Mm, love Isla. Song. I love Isla. I've been there since... What was that first song I heard? What was that first Isla song I heard? Juice. Juice. I've oh, been, Juice? I've been okay. a fan since I heard Juice on Twitter. Yeah. So, Too Late by Isla. Really good. She also yodels in the song, and I think it's hilarious. Does she? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, my last recommendation is Lost in Japan by Sean Mendez. I still think to this day that's the oh. best song he has ever made. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because, like, I don't really like most Sean Mendez songs. 
Uh, like, I don't know that many. I think I know like three. I think I think it's I know Stitches. Two. Yeah, Stitches. That song he has with um, no, I think he has two songs with Camila Cabello. I don't know. I don't he has, think I know either. He has, he has, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and what's the other one? Senorita. I don't really like those songs. Oh, okay, yeah. So I do know two. And then Lost. Oh, in Something Japan. Big. Something Big was really popular. What is Something Big? Something Big, I feel it happening right inside my... No? It sounds kind of familiar, but... Uh... They played it everywhere. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah. H&M yeah, Music, yeah. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> but um Lost in Japan is his best song. At least yeah. to me. I've never heard it, but <laughs> You've never heard Lost in Japan? I've never heard Lost in Japan. The uh, the only ones I've heard from him are the ones that get like super I'm big. I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight. I was thinking I could fly to your hotel tonight. That kind of sounds familiar. I can't get you off my mind. Can't get you off my mind. But I'm too scared to get you off my mind. Let's get lost tonight. Let's get lost tonight. No? No. I feel like that was might... all over the radio when it came out. Okay, you know what? I might just have to rehear it. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Okay. So my first recommendation is uh, The Offer. It's a TV show. Um, it's basically what? the making of uh, The Godfather. Ah, I was like, that sounds yes. familiar. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it's how The Godfather was made. It's really good. It's pretty funny. Okay. Not too many episodes. Check it out. Um, and my second recommendation Wait, is... before you do your second recommendation, that reminds me. We need a Scandal update. No. <laughs> <laughs> I took a break from Scandal to watch the offer, so that that tells you anything. I need an update, Kelly. Because I need to tell you something. I finished Scandal three weeks ago. Yeah, you did. You did. So... Um, see, season two? Okay! Season two, episode one, though, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? It's it's gonna be like a year. It just like ask me at the end of the year if I if I finished it. Okay, you say that as if I won't remember, and I yeah. won't and I won't schedule a episode recording for January first. It's like okay, mm-hmm. Kelly. <laughs> What's the scandal update? What's the scandal update? <sighs> anyway, um. And my second recommendation is Shake by Jesse McCartney. Okay. I love that song. I think that might be Jesse McCartney's, like, best, like, on the low song. Mm. Okay. I can... I can see that, yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite one is... I don't know the name of the song. It goes... Mm. Baby, let's be on a journey. I think we can make it. I can do a little time alone with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of the song. Right where you want me. Got it, actually. Oh, there you go. I think that's my favorite, like, low-key song. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's it for us. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Um... I would I would say that we had a, a fun a fun time this week, but I had to watch three movies in a week and write notes yeah. for three movies in a week. I did not really have that much fun. I'm so sorry. I was stressed out actually. We were yeah, it was stressful. It was kind of stressful. Kind of don't ever want to do this again. So uh, I will plan better next time so that 
we will just do multiple weeks of two weeks instead of having to do three movies in one week. Yeah, this was it's hard. Getting a lot. <laughs> this was hard. So don't forget to follow us on our social media. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at SYTYI Podcast. Don't forget to send us your movie requests and your movie stories. Do you like this movie? Is this your favorite one of the two? Because I know there's two of them. I don't remember the second one. I don't remember the second one. (laughs) I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is in the second one, though. That sounds that sounds about right because I have I have seen the second one I just don't remember it. Yeah, same. But yeah, just let us know. Also, who's your favorite character? Mine says Marvin, obviously. Maybe Ivan. Maybe Ivan. Maybe Ivan. They're they're like they're like fighting for first place. Ivan's a vibe. Ivan is a vibe. He's like what I want to be in life. (laughs) But yeah, um, let us know on our email sytyipodcast at gmail dot com. Also, don't forget to share us with your friends and your family. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, everyone have a good week. What week is this? I think this is the week after Father's Day weekend slash Juneteenth weekend. Hope everyone had a good time. Oh, it is. I hope everyone had a good time with their fathers. Hope everyone enjoyed your long weekend. Yeah. So everyone stay iconic. Stay iconic, y'all. Bye. Bye.